Welcome to The Brand Standard, a podcast that takes the BS out of branding. 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 You'll hear talks on the ins and outs of branding, the must-knows of the branding journey, and overall straight talk about what to expect during the branding process. I'm your host, Chelsea Collins. Let's get started. Hey everyone, I am back to be your personal Mythbuster and to debunk another myth for you during our Mythbuster month, and that is that you need a lot of detail when it comes to your logo. I'm here to give you some straight talk on this topic since this is a no BS podcast. Listen closely on this one because this is completely false, and I'm about to tell you why. There's an old saying that goes K-I-S-S or KISS. I know you've probably heard it, keep it super simple. (laughs) Of course, there are other versions of this saying, but I'm not with stupid. When it comes to your logo design, the rule of thumb and best thing to do is to keep it super simple. As you've seen with other businesses, a logo is placed on a lot of different items within your branding, marketing, and social media platforms. You have logos placed on small spaces such as on pens, business cards, apparel, like hats, profile pictures, etc. You then have logos placed on big spaces like billboards, signage, promotional banners, car wraps, the list goes on. With this being said, if you have too much detail in your logo, that detail won't look as great being small or in a one color version because the detail will be lost say goodbye to the beautiful detail because you will not see it. It will turn into a blob of ink. You want your logo to stand out and not get lost in translation. By going simple, you'll be able to achieve your goal of standing out among the rest. Simplicity can also take your brand throughout the years without having to rebrand with the ever-changing trends that happen. Just to let you know, following trends is never a good idea, unless it's fashion and it's a good trend. But as a rule of thumb, don't follow trends in the design world because they just fizzle out and disappear, which will then leave you having to rebrand your business to keep your brand up to date. By being simple in your design, it will stand up to all of the trends and leave them eating your dust. Not to mention that rebranding due to being trendy can be very expensive based off of the size of your company and all of the assets that will need to be updated and or replaced. Now, let's keep from going down this route and just stick to simplicity. Trust me, you'll thank me later. Let's go through the different ways to keep a logo simple, but still have a unique logo to grab the attention of your ideal client typography, typeface, or font, these words that I will be using interchangeably throughout these episodes, is a great way to achieve simplicity. But it can also get a little tricky due to the typography that is chosen. So you have to choose wisely. My biggest suggestion to my clients is to keep away from using script fonts, the cursive ones. The cursive 
type fonts are tough to use and logos because they are hard to read. You can't know what's going on with a cursive font, especially if there's lots of loops. You don't want your ideal client sitting there trying to decipher your business name because 10 times out of 10, they will not even try and they'll just move on to the next place. We don't want that. So steer clear from using a cursive font in your logo. The only script font or cursive font that I would recommend using if you're wanting to go with a font with loops and swishes would be a handwritten script or a signature type font. Those are a little bit more legible and you can read them easier and they still have that sense of cursive font that a normal cursive font would have with the swishes and the loops. Another good way to achieve simplicity is to use a decorative font to jazz up a brand and logo without getting too detailed. By using one to two fonts is a great way to keep simplicity in mind. Now, when you use a decorative font or a styled font for your logo, it's kind of an alternative to having a typeface paired with an icon. And that's a design that's usually on top. It would be like the apple, the apple with the bite out of it, or the arches, some type of icon that goes with the business name that's paired together as a combined logo. Now you would pair a styled font with a less styled font if you're wanting to use a tagline of sorts. If you have a tagline um, like Allstate has, are you in good hands? That's a tagline. Or if you want something underneath that kind of clarifies what type of business you have, you could do like mine would be Double H Design Studio, branding and social media design. So that way people know what kind of business or services you offer. Now, if you're wanting to use an icon or a symbol with your logo, using a simple geometric style shape or a letter would pair well with a font. Now, there are dozens and dozens of geometric style icons and letters to choose from. And often designers will have the ability to create a custom shape or letter or letters that could represent your business name. So if you're wanting something that is a shape and it represents with your business, you can have a designer do a custom shape for you, whether they're combining two different shapes um, together or taking something that of a pattern that you really like and creating it into an icon they will have the ability to do that for you. By using modern elements, it will help to take you through the years without having to rebrand due to styles and trends changing over and over so very often. A helpful tip I would give to design a simple logo would be to have an icon paired with a simple sans serif or serif font but not to have a decorative font and an icon paired. When you have the decorative font and an icon paired together, there's a lot going on. So to stick with the simplicity of a logo, I would say a geometric icon paired with a simple font that is sans serif, which is basically straight up and down lines, um, or serif, which has like the little notches at the ends of the letters. 
An even more simple route would be to do your business name only in an on-brand type typeface or font, which is more the style, the decorative one, where it's just the business name, no icon, um, just that decorative font. This episode, I know, had a lot of jargon to take in. And so long story short, by having a simple logo, it will give you an opportunity to outlive the trends and continue without having to spend an extra amount of money to rebrand. It also allows you to easily size your logo on a small scale to be put on a pen and also on a large scale to be put on as a car wrap or a billboard. Simple is clear, crisp, and easily seen. Keep it super simple and be seen from everywhere. I hope that you will join me on the next episode of The Brand Standard. Until then, make sure you grab a copy of my brand starter kit. It is free of charge, completely free, just to sign up. This will show you the top three things you should focus on when it comes to branding. In my personal opinion, this kit will also give you insider information about the terms that you will hear during the branding process, especially some of the terms from this episode. You won't want to miss out on this. So that way you can go up and look up the sans serif and serif on the list because they're on there. Lastly, you'll be given some best practices to keep in mind when you are developing your brand and nurturing it. Again, don't miss out on this. The link is www.8designstudio.com slash get the kit, www.doublee, the number eight, design, D-E-S-I-G-N, studio, S-T-U-D-I-O.com slash get the kit. You can also find it below in the show notes. Have a great rest of your day, and I look forward to the next episode next Wednesday. Talk then. Bye.